Good morning and welcome to the news. My name is Marjorie Namogenyi. Parliament's Committee on Rules, Privileges and Discipline has guided Parliament against enforcing the recent sanctions which the Speaker Anita Among slapped on the boycotting legislators saying they are not grounded in law. The committee vice chairperson, Reverend Father Charles Onen, told journalists that the committee has already met the Speaker over the conundrum that has been caused by her directives that saw some opposition legislators evicted from committee seatings. We have more details to this report. Yesterday, parliamentary committees were caught in a dilemma regarding enforcement of the Speaker's directive on the boycotting legislators. The Speaker of Parliament, Anita Among, prohibited opposition legislators who are boycotting House sittings from participating in other House activities, including committee meetings, a ground which was exploited by the embattled Mitiana Municipality Legislator to skip the ongoing inquiry before the Rules, Discipline and Privileges Committee of Parliament. We are making a prayer that you be pleased to suspend these proceedings on grounds that our client cannot access the precincts of parliament. Chair, you are aware and it's on record last week, the right honorable speaker issued a directive that whoever moved out of the house in protest against the ongoing abductions and also government's failure to produce a statement to that effect to give account for the disappearances that they shouldn't participate in committee proceedings as well. Today, the Committee of Rules, Discipline and Privileges, chaired by the Bugwedi County Legislator, Abdul Katuntu, has come out to guide that the Speaker's directive is not enforceable because it was not officially addressed to the committee chairpersons by the clerk to Parliament. We find it very difficult to implement that. No uh, sectoral leader or no chairperson of any committee can legally stop any member from attending because no written communication has been forwarded by the clerk to the committee chairpersons. And that's why yesterday I asked the Honorable Lokwago, can you provide, can you give that evidence, can you provide that proof that yes, a directive has been issued and this is in the guidance, which was communicated by Father Charles Onen, the committee vice chairperson, the Rules Committee has warned other committee chairpersons against evicting the boycotting legislators, saying it will be illegal. Our position as committee, as committee on rules, no official communication has been forwarded by the clerk to the committee chairs to stop any member from attending committee meeting. That's the position. So we want to put the record clear. Onen condemned actions of the acting chairperson of the Parliamentary Committee of Legal and Parliamentary Affairs, Fox Odoi, who bounced the opposition legislator, Robert Sechtoliko. He acted on his own, and I think that is the excitement, legal excitement. The Committee of Rules has fixed 7th December to resume proceedings against MP Zake in the case of alleged misconduct with defamatory statements against Rakai Woman Member of Parliament, Juliet Suwichinyamatama. Report compiled by Fred Kajubi for the news. Away from that, there was a landslide in Nasambi village 
in Bushika sub-county Bududa district that resulted in the displacement of over 100 people and left several acres of crops destroyed. The displaced persons have sought shelter at homes of their relatives in the low-lying areas. These have appealed to the government to send them some relief items. Our reporter has more details to this report. Over 50 families, homesteads up in the hill are at risk of this landslide. Milton Kamotoi, the Bududa district chairperson, said they written to government several times for relief, but there has been no response. He said the government should not wait for the people to die before they respond. Our plea to the government is that as we are trying to ensure and assess the effect created on the ground as of now, we also ask our others, uh, uh, other government partners to come in and support us. The river, the main river, called Tsume River, Sume, is going to be blocked. And as it blocks, it's going to cause a lot of floods in the lower end. Up here, over 50 households are going to be washed away as a result of the landslide. Moses Baraza, the Bududa deputy RDC, said his team was coordinating with other officers to ensure the residents get relief items. He said they've come up with a formula to guide the relocation of people to safer places. We have waited for the office of the OPM to respond. We wrote, but no response has come up to now. So we are appealing to the government for an immediate intervention. We, do, we don't want to see people dying before you respond. Please, for heaven's sake, you see for yourselves. I'm here with the RDC, I'm here with the DPC and the DSO and the community members that you see them now. Government has not yet responded. So what we need is to stretch further to see that we are supported to have these people settled. But we are trying our best to see that our people are told, our people are rich, information reaches them to see that they are safe. Report compiled by Andrew Naboya for the news. Still in the news, Toro Woman Member of Parliament Sarah Opendi has asked the Parliamentary Committees of Health and Trade to approve proposals contained in the Alcoholics Drinks Contra Bill 2023, which seeks to regulate the manufacture, importation, sell, consumption and advertisement of alcoholic drinks, as well as to prohibit the sale of alcoholic drinks to persons below the age of 18 years. The bill proposed a jail term of 10 years for anyone found selling alcohol before 10 p.m. on weekends or have them fined 20 million shillings. We have more. The woman member of parliament for Toro District, Sarah Opendi, has today appeared before the Parliamentary Health Committee, which is jointly working with the Committee on Trade and Justified Proposals contained in the Alcoholics Drinks Control Bill 2023. Alcohol also contributes to the many road accidents that we have seen in the country. And according to a study by Tumwesi J. et al. 2016, 15 to 20 percent of the border border accidents treated at Mulago Hospital alone are due to alcohol users, and this costs government fund money. In clause 14 of the bill, Opend is proposing to regulate time within which alcoholic drinks are sold in Uganda by limiting sale of alcohol to only five hours during weekdays and 12 hours during weekends. And she proposes a fine not exceeding 1,000 currency points, which is 20 million shillings or imprisonment for a period of 10 years, or both for those who sell alcohol outside provided hours. We shouldn't be happy to see Uganda as a, the country that takes the gold medal when it comes to alcohol consumption. I know the breweries and all those others selling alcohol want to sell, 
But let us sell this beer also within time. People need time to go and sleep and rest so that they can have energy for the next day. Is there any public outcry that alcohol is causing them problems? Are local governments realizing that there is economic loss in not licensing the production of alcohol and therefore they want to make a kill? Why I'm mentioning this is that the presenter of the bill seems to have a lot of interests here and there. Opendi in Clause 25 wants ban on the sale or supply of an alcoholic drink to a person below 18 years of age by proposing a penalty in Clause or a fine not exceeding 2,000 currency points, which is 40 million shillings, or imprisonment for a period not exceeding three years or both. There is a difference between the age categorization indicated in the bill and uh, the one that is indicated on the on the policy. The policy indicates 21 years, um, while the bill indicates 21, uh, 18 years. The stakeholders that we met definitely argued against the 21 year and said we should abide by the 18 years. And that's why you see we had to um, abide by the 18 years as the year of which is stated in the constitution as the adult year. In clause 22 of the bill, Opendi is seeking to prohibit the manufacture, importation or sale of alcoholic drinks without license. I know of an MP who used to buy, go to Kawempe, some place, buy those bottles and sockets to just go and take and make people drunk. You are making people actually drown in poverty just because you want to, to remain as a member of parliament. We must be serious and tell people the truth. People must be able to work, be productive so that they can take care of themselves and their families and we shall have peace. It affects majorly the younger generation and we have a population of 70%. Therefore, I call upon you to support open this bill to make sure that we regulate the consumption of alcohol in this country as a way to control our generation. The bill seeks to repeal the Enguli Act and the Liquor Act Cup 93, the Portable Spirit Act Cup 97, and Enguli Manufacturing and Licensing Act Cup 86, which are presumed obsolete. That is all we had for you from the news desk. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Marjorie Namgeni. Good morning.